Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Real Life Discussions with Pastor Rodney and Teresa. I'm glad I have you with me today on this episode. Uh, next week, we're going to try our best to get back doing the YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you all know, end of the year, cleaning up the house. The house looked awful all week because we were putting up Christmas stuff. And uh, so we had some other things going on. So we was kind of really busy this whole week. Mm-hmm. So we want to take today and just continue talking about what we started last week because that's what God's dealing with us about. Mm-hmm. Really stirring ourselves up. Yes, thank God. Uh, so if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, I encourage you to go back and listen to it because it's going to be kind of a continue part of it because one thing that God has spoke to us about uh, the first part of this year is stirring ourselves up and building ourselves up in listening to the Word of God and building up our confession in yes. the right direction and having faith in God. Because it's so easy when there's stuff going on in your life, when there's chaos in the world. Yes. Um, when all you're hearing from your family and the world, the news, the radio is bad is negative and it's in front of your eyes and coming in your ears all the time you're focusing your attention on that and it becomes huge and then it's um dominates unless you pull it down unless you change it well one thing we've changed we used to have the news playing all the time yeah we we watch very little news and it was bringing Tension. It was bringing depression, depression or anxiety, and um, we had to stop that. Well, when you hear dark days are coming, yeah. you just say, "Okay, I, you know, as a Christian, I'm not going to confess not that. Confess I'm that. going to anchor myself in what the word, the word says. says, and everything through Him is subject to change." And we'll look at that a little bit today. Um, we're going to be talking about basically framing your world. I've talked a little bit about you've this on it. our YouTube channel, I well, believe. you've preached it in church. Too. And so we're, this again, God is stirring us up with this. I know that when we were doing prayer at the church before all this stuff happened, for months upon months, I taught on uh, faith. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to kind of go along with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 through three, sweetheart. This is the King James Version. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So things that are seen were not made with things that do appear. So in other words, everything we see today, God didn't see it. He created it. Mm-hmm. And so here God himself used faith to frame the worlds by his words. Mm-hmm. So powerful. Um, we've been around homes that have been built. We had a home built one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an exciting time. Mm-hmm. But we would go by... Almost every day. Just to see the Just changes. to see. Mm-hmm. We went by when they... Uh, laid the foundation. Well, when they bulldozed it. Yeah, leveled the lot. And then we went by when they laid that foundation, and we looked around, and when you could walk on it, we walked on it, and we looked at it. And then we would show up when they... Framed it. Started framing it. But everything started with the grading. Uh-huh. And then laying the foundation, because that one was a concrete slab. Mm-hmm. Uh but they had to lay it 
so much of it, do so much work so there wouldn't be cracks that came in it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times as we, you know, I relate some of that to what we're talking about today mm-hmm. because I believe that we are framing our world. Yes. And I got that from Pastor Greg, I believe. And I believe he got it from someone else. Jerry Seville. Might, might have been. Um, but you are framing your world by what you are saying about yourself, mm-hmm. about your family, about your church. Mm-hmm. You are framing your world. So, you know, I've seen where contractors would go in and put a two before up and, and move along. Then a day or two go back and they see that it's cracked. Mm-hmm. And too many times we see something in our life, it's cracked, and we just try to cover it up. Yeah. But I saw those contractors before going and saying, that ain't going to work. Got to take it. Or the rest of the build would be off. Yes, so they would pull the that issue. out. We watched uh, this couple that uh, they got a YouTube channel with uh, They're building the, the building house. Mm-hmm. And his saying is. It's a hair out of square. Well, if you have hair out of square on every wall, you're in trouble. Eventually, it's going to build up. And sometimes. We're laying a foundation in our life, and we're a hair out of square. Yeah. And time it would get finished, we got total chaos. Yeah. Uh, so it's not too late to start changing your confession. I know uh, we have prayed and asked God, said, Lord, we ask that things that we've said stop. Mm-hmm. Don't let it bring forth fruit in our lives. Mm-hmm. We've done that before. We do it now mm-hmm. uh, because we look back and see that we've said some things probably in the last <laughs> six months with all this junk going on that we don't want to see. We don't want to see the fruit of it. And, and we want to stress this. Teresa and I have saw God move in our bodies mm-hmm. with what we're talking about right now in the last couple of weeks, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So here, God framed the world by his words. Mm-hmm. And the Bible tells us to be imitators. Yeah. To imitate that. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we've used this analogy before. I believe it was Jared or Jordan. Uh, I think he was, I know they've done it with me, but I'm just, my mind goes back to dad. I think at one time, Jared, Jordan had dad's mining hat on and had mm-hmm. his shoes on. Like he was walking around and imitating him somewhat. Mm-hmm. This was when he was really small. But they've done that when they were younger with me. They were imitating. Mm -hmm. And even right now as they're older, they imitate me to make fun of me. Uh, But the Bible tells us to imitate God as dear children. Mm -hmm. So that means he's expecting us to do the same thing that he did. We can create and frame our world by our words. Words, yes. Now... You can't change people. No. But by the power of prayer, God can change circumstances around them and they'll rethink things. Yeah. So that's a big thing that we've got to, you know, people's got to begin to realize. But prayer changes you mm-hmm. and your faith changes you. Yep. In Psalms 33, it says in 6, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all of the host of them by the breath of his mouth. And then it goes on in verse 9 and says, For he spoke, and it was done. Mm. He commanded, and it stood fast. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you look at that, by his word, the heavens were made. Were made. Mm-hmm. And again, we are to imitate him. What, what are we saying? 
what are we speaking? You know, you and I were brought up in the Appalachian Mountains mm-hmm. of West Virginia, Kentucky. Um, and we have saw or seen a lot. Mm-hmm. We have seen good times mm-hmm. and we have seen bad times. Uh, but during those times, you would know if it was good or bad. You could hear people throughout those hollers, mm-hmm. as we would say back home, pray. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might be walking and you would hear them pray. They had their faith on God, not on man, not on circumstances, but on God. And so we appreciate that heritage in our life. Uh, but now framing our world by our words is something that we begin to experience as we got older. Yeah. And begin- there wasn't an, uh, much emphasis placed on confession or the words that we spoke other than, and both of us were raised that in order to be saved, you had to believe in your heart and you confessed with your your mouth the Lord Jesus. I think there was emphasis placed on that confession and they wanted you to, and you were encouraged to share your testimony with other people. Mm -hmm. But other than that, there wasn't much emphasis placed on On anything else, really. No. I mean, people were getting saved, and that's awesome. That's a focal point, main focal point about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, People were prayed for for healing. Mm -hmm. And then we'll get into that later because some people would pray if if it be thy will, Lord. Mm -hmm. And we see in the Word, by His stripes, we are healed and we're healed. So when we see Jesus went... Jesus went around doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So his ministry was healing. Yes. So we see that. And we saw, you know, we see other things as we have matured and begin to get in the Word of God. So right now a lot, again, when you got saved, how did you get saved? By your confession. confession. When you believed in your heart and you confessed. So someone shared with you that Jesus died on a cross and Jesus rose again and you believed it. Mm-hmm. And then you confess and ask him to come in your life. And then you confess you now are a believer. Yes. Well, if you use that same analogy to receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I think we should, we should do the same thing to receive anything else yes. that we have. Yes, if, if your words were, are so important that it produced in your life the greatest miracle that you're ever, ever, ever going to receive is salvation. Yes. To be redeemed. Um, why do we think that everything else in life is going to be different? I mean, the the, the actual foundation. What started it is, is going to continue it. it. Yeah. Um, but also it says uh, right here. When you go back to Hebrews 11, uh, 1 through 3, when we were talking about faith and it's being a, the substance that can be translated foundation. So it goes back to what we talked about yeah, the house. Building, you want to make sure that what you're speaking, the foundation of it is in the Word of God. That is how you. You build everything on. Well, you want to make sure right now that you have that strong foundation because mm-hmm. that's what upholds everything. You don't want to build it on, this, on, on sand. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure it's on a strong foundation. Now, all things are upheld by, again, by the word of his power. 
Yeah, he upholds everything. He has, when he said light be, he never said light stop. Mm. The The earth is uh, in its galaxy, the sun, the stars, mm-hmm. the moon, and it's being upheld by his power, by his word. Yes. And just the same thing with everything that in our life, you can't just make one confession and think you're going to... Uh, Everything's going to be smooth sailing. Well, when he said light be, and even scientists can't find the end. No. So it continues. And they're even saying with your words that you speak right now, there's no end to those. The sound wave, yeah. That they, continues they echo on. Mm-hmm. and on and on. So that shows you how powerful, powerful your, your words, words are. are. Now, by the grace and the mercy of God, you can say, Father, I in a sense, rebuke myself. And I want to change my confession to what your word says about me. And the word says you're the head and not the tail. You're blessed going in and you're blessed going out. You're above and not beneath. Mm-hmm. The word declares good things over you. And I want to encourage you to begin to declare the goodness of God over your life. See, the tongue is like... It's a steering wheel. And if you'll look in James chapter 3, you can read that on your own time. Um, when we're being taught about our words and and about our tongue in general and how our tongue can set the world on fire Mm -hmm. and and relating it to the rudder of a ship and how your words, your tongue, what's coming off of your tongue, these great ships that are in the ocean are steered by a little small rudder and we would think, oh my goodness, you know, how in the world it'd have to be some massive rudder. But it just shows you how Your the, words. the tongue is the driving force. Well, it can redirect things. It steers things. you it whatever direction you're yes, headed. If your words, your words are yes. negative, guess where you're headed? You're headed in a in a bad place, in a negative but look, way. Like you said, you brought out the ship. Look how some big, how big some of these ships are. Mm-hmm. I mean, even some of our uh, combat yeah, military mm-hmm. ships are gigantic. Mm-hmm. And they're like cities, and they're they're directed by something very, very, very small. small. Mm-hmm. And the Bible relates that to us. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tame everything, but uh-huh. that tongue. Yeah. Because as soon as something happens, your tongue says something. And I'm guilty. I'll be the first one to say if something happens uh, that you see on TV or something. Yeah. When maybe we should think way before we speak and give us some time. See, we're spirit beings. And that's the part that got born again. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you had blonde hair, when you got, before you got saved, then you got saved. You know what? Unless you go get it dyed. Um, or if your body weight doesn't change just because you got <laughs> saved immediately. Uh, the spirit person on the inside of you. So mm-hmm. what, we're, what we're talking about is allowing the spirit on the inside of you to begin to dominate you more. Mm-hmm. Because it wants you to declare the word of God. Yes. It wants you to do those things. Isaiah 55 and 11, 11 says, So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. His words are effective. effective. Your words are effective. Yes, they are. Either negatively 
or positively. But here he's, and, and by putting those two scriptures or two scriptures together, it says your words are effective. And again, Isaiah 55 and 11, it will not return void. Empty. Empty without it, you know. So what you speak is going to come back one way or the other. So why not begin to speak good things over your life? Amen. You know, uh, I've had issues with my leg before. I've had issues with my back before. And things change when you begin to say, okay, by his stripes. And that doesn't mean the pain is not there. No, but when you start confessing what the Word things says, change. that by his stripes you're healed um, and that you're victorious and that you start speaking to whatever that issue is that's bothering you, then you see a change and you know there's a change. You believe there's a change because you have to believe it and you have to confess it. Yeah. And you're, you'll be one to be the first person um, that would tell people, we've all said things. People say things in a joking way. You may make comments that you don't really believe, but you still say them. And if you keep saying those things in your life, if you keep drawing attention mm -hmm. to, oh, my back or, oh, my leg, and it's a constant thing in your mind and you keep speaking it, you're making it so real, you're making it concrete in your life. doesn't mean you have to lie. No, 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 no. But you need to speak what the Word says about your, your situation. Life. Yeah, instead of picking on the negative because that's how the devil always does. Mm -hmm. He wants you to not confess the word. He wants you to not speak he wants to you that to, situation. He wants you to confess the problem. Yes, because it becomes real. And then he, the foothold is there. And then the more you realize it and the more you... Bring focus to it. Yes. And then before you know there, that situation is, is, is there. You have a... a even if it starts feeling better, your mind thinks it's always there because you've confessed it so many times. Because I've saw that happen before. Yeah. Where the doctor said there's nothing there, but you have said it. People have said it so much that even though they shouldn't be limping or... Yeah. They, it's they, just it, an automatic it's, it's thing. It's real to them. It's real to them. Mm -hmm. See, the world doesn't understand or use words to change things. No. We use words to communicate. Yes. You know, if you, you're speaking to someone, you may tell someone how you feel. You may speak um, words to communicate in business. Mm -hmm. um, but when God speaks, God's words are powerful. They're creative. He expects with what he speaks, it's going to occur. Yes. So God doesn't speak idle words like we do. Well... The thing is, when we speak, just like God, when he said it, he didn't doubt it. Mm -hmm. It was going to come to pass. He believed it. Mm -hmm. And all we're saying is, why don't we speak what the Word says? Because mm -hmm. it worked for God. Yep. And we're to it be worked imitators. for Jesus. And so we need to begin to speak that. So God's Word gives forth or goes forth and changes things. Mm -hmm. uh, we've seen that in our own personal life. But you'll never know that until you begin to do it. But the problem that happens to a lot of people is they do it one time. Yeah. Or two times. It don't work. It don't work. It don't work. Well, the key is you got to believe what you're saying. But, and to go back on that, how long did you sit 
and, and tell and complain and repeat over and over, oh, my back, oh, my back. That didn't happen twice. No. That was something that you had had in your life or a financial difficulty that you have in your life. That didn't happen overnight. No. It's something that's built up. And we think we have this instantaneous mentality, microwave mentality, I think you've, you've called it before, mm-hmm. that we think we can one time say something you have to believe it. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, folks, you have to, in order to believe it, to understand it, number one, you got to find it in the Word of God. Yes. And then you've got to soak yourself with it. You have to keep reminding yourself. You have to keep watering that Word that you've heard. Mm-hmm. Keep listening to it over and over before it will take a good foundation in your heart. Once you know God's will, then you you can have that faith to speak it. Well, I'll use this analogy. And, uh, for instance, if there's an issue on somebody's body and say they got a back problem, we'll mm-hmm. use that. That's something the devil's fought them over. And they're confessing God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I encourage you to get up and move around a little bit, mm-hmm. move your back a little bit. But don't go here and grab, you know, a 100-pound bag of something and just so I've got faith in God and start throwing that around. My thing is believe God, move yourself around, do what you need to do and see God move. I mean, don't be foolish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know where your faith's at. I, I don't know where anybody's faith is. I know that I'm developing mine. And the Bible says he's dealt to every person a measure of faith. Mm-hmm. And in second. Uh, 2- in first, Second Corinthians four four, Satan is the god of this world, as we know, and he wants you to constantly speak negative things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's if you listen to the world, that's what's going on. If you listen to music, mm-hmm. secular music, that's what you hear mm-hmm. on a constant basis. See, there's nothing God has ever said that has failed. No. You can't find it in the Bible. Mm-mm. Anything he says. And we are created in his image. image. We have to realize that as, like we said in the beginning, that we have to be imitators of God. And we are speaking spirit men and women, and our words definitely make a difference. And your words are either, like we said, they're containers. Yes. They're I've either, said that before. We got that to Pastor Greg, I believe, before. You're, they're either going to carry positive, God's Word, or you're going to speak, and they'll be carrying negativity, which is going to be exactly what Satan wants you to do. Yes. And that's going to uh, cause destruction. I've used this scripture, and I've had people tell me, I've never heard it before. And we've heard it for years. Not when we were growing up, we didn't hear it. But as, well, as we got older, right before we got married, you've heard it. Then after that, and it's found in Proverbs 8 and 21. It says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. It's Proverbs 18 and 21. 21. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Mm -hmm. And the Bible tells us to choose life. Mm Mm-hmm. You, tell, you know, we've got we got a choice, yeah. death or life. You choose yep. life. Yep. Let's close with this, with these last couple of verses here. In Matthew twelve thirty five, it says, "A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bring forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things." 
Verse 36 says, But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. So every word you say, and it's like we've talked about, uh, they're containers. Mm-hmm. And he says every word you, you speak, you're going to give an account. In other words, I'll say it this way, it's going to affect you in some way. Mm-hmm. So Teresa and I today want to encourage you to get in the word. Mm-hmm. And begin to speak what the word says because your words are containers. Yeah. And your words are are framing your world. Your world. And I've used this analogy many times. You know, I like uh, bologna sandwiches mm-hmm. with Miracle Whip and an onion on it. Um, but a lot of times people are eating on what they've been confessing. They'll never have. They're always going to be broke. Mm-hmm. And I said, if you want to go from the bologna sandwich to a steak, which I like too, change your confession. Mm-hmm. In other words, God desires for you to increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's part of the Christian walk. You got saved. There's more to this than just getting saved on this planet. We're ambassadors yes. for Christ on this planet. So a lot of people will see that there's a God in heaven by what God's doing in your life. So let's begin to change our confession. Let's begin to anchor ourselves truly in what the Word of God says and see what God will do for us. So anything else on your heart? No. I think uh, I enjoy today. I enjoy any time we can talk about faith. I think it's good. Yes. Um, so if you didn't listen to last week's telecast, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's pray before we leave. Heavenly Father, we come in your presence. Lord, I pray for every single person that's listening to this telecast or this podcast today. I ask that you move in their life, Father. I ask that they change their confession, Lord. I pray that 2021 is a brighter time for them they've ever experienced in their life before. I pray for marriages. I pray for families, Lord. I pray for healing. I pray for jobs. I pray for financial breakthrough, Lord. We pray that you just do supernatural things in each and every person's life. Let's listen to this telecast. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We love you, and we're praying for God's best to be yours, spirit, soul, and body.